The Rod and Staff podcast comes out of the host's passion for Christ and his church. It exists to encourage a deeper engagement with issues that pertain to doctrine and life. Check us out at rodandstaff.org. Welcome to this episode of the Rod and Staff podcast. I'm your host, Jason, along with my co-host, Roger. And we're back for another episode uh, as we get to talk again about a conference. Uh, this time, a conference not of nerds and geeks, uh, but of <laughs> counselors. And I can, they could be kind of nerdy and geeky, too, I think. So, a little bit. Um, but uh, we're, we're here to chat a little bit about the conference that Roger got a chance to go to. Uh, but, Rod, you were asking me about my travels uh, on the previous episode and if it was good or bad during the pandemic. And there's got to be a story with your travels for you to have asked that question. So what happened? So I think this was my – I've had multiple trips, and I think this was my first flight uh, since the pandemic. Oh. So – I had a connection in Chicago and, you know, that was going to take me to North Carolina and I get to Chicago. I look, the time's fine. I have enough time to get to my connection. And as soon as I land, you know how you turn your cell phone reception back on. I turn my cell phone back on and on the plane, I get a text message. Your flight has been canceled. <laughs> there are no <laughs> pilots. Oh, wow. So I, I get off the plane and it's about 10 o'clock at night. And the conference starts at 9 a.m. the next morning. Oh, no. So I go to the counter. I talk to the airline. And he says, you're not the only one. Most of the airlines that are connecting over to North Carolina from here have canceled the flights tonight. There's nothing out. So I'm at the counter. And I tell the guy, look, I got a conference tomorrow. I got to be there in the morning. So he's thinking about it. He's looking, taking his time. He's like, let me look at some options. I'm like, hurry up. And then, you know, he's like, well, I can get you there at like 10 in the morning. You, you'd have to be overnight. And I'm like, okay, it's not going to work. So he's, he's like, think about it. I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'll come back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back. He's like, let me look one more time. And he says, okay, I'll get you a flight to Atlanta. Then from Atlanta, you can go to North Carolina tonight. So it was about another three hours worth of travel <laughs> oh. going the wrong direction. But he got me there, and I think I got to the hotel by 1 a.m. Oh, man. I missed my shuttle from the hotel, so no. I called an Uber <laughs> oh, boy. in the airport. And thankfully, you know, they run 24 yeah. hours. So I got an Uber, and I got there. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Lord, you, you wanted me here because it was it was uh, almost not going to happen. So so this airline that you were using, we, we're, to, to remain nameless, is this like a legit airline or did you find some like, you know, podunk uh, airline that travels? It's a mainstream, mainstream airline. Okay. All right. We'll talk offline yeah. to find out what exactly, <laughs> who I should avoid. <laughs> but if you're going to O'Hare, I, I think I know who it is there. But anyway, what, we won't go there. But so once you got there though, uh, this was a conference, uh, zero being worse, 10 being one of the best or being the best that you've been at. Where'd this, where'd this land? I, th uh, this ranks up to the top conferences I've been to. Wow. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So tell us, uh, tell us just kind of some, some basics. What was this conference? Who sponsored it? 
so, and then what was the theme? Yeah. So it's the CCEF conference, which is the Christian Counseling and Educational Fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were started uh, a little over 50 years ago in, I believe it was Pennsylvania. This is one of the first organization, uh, counseling organizations started uh, with Jay Adams way back in the day, has branched out into other counseling organizations today Mm -hmm. but they do a national conference usually on the east coast so i have never attended this is the first time because it's on the east coast yeah they have a west coast conference that we've been to uh down in san diego that's kind of the sister organization oh okay so that's the west coast version so uh they put on a national conference and and they pick a theme And this year's theme was dealing with modern problems. How do we address the modern 21st century problems with God's word, with the scripture? Nice. And so they were looking at topics from trauma, social isolation, uh, challenges of modern community, um, racism, modern sexuality, um, and then just in general, all the problems we face, does scripture really speak into life today that's so different than the world of the Bible? The, could they, could, couldn't they have picked some more like practical current issues? Like th- those seem to be so obscure and like not related to anything we're dealing with today. That was only at ETS. Oh, that was ETS. Sorry, that was the wrong <laughs> conference. <laughs> okay. I mean, wow, that, that sounds like a really kind of important stuff that you got to, to think through. So modern problems and what's the format of this conference so they do uh seven sessions or eight sessions actually um you have a two two or three each day it's a three-day conference and they have main sessions where you come in you have worship they bring in a great worship band the worship was amazing um you know, packed out a room of people from all different backgrounds, all worshiping the Lord. How, how many people do you think at this conference? <clears throat> I don't know. I think it was a, maybe a little smaller than usual because of COVID, um, but it was pretty packed out in the, you know, they rented out a hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a conference room. So at least 500 plus okay, nice. um, were there. Um, so they have those main sessions where they have a main speaker and then they have breakouts throughout the time that you get to choose from three or four different breakouts for each hour that it is offered. Yeah. Very nice. And, and these are well-known speakers, well-known leaders in the field. Who, who are the speakers for these? Yeah. So a majority <laughs> of the speakers are going to be from CCEF. So you're going to get people like Ed Welch, uh, Mike. Say Emlett. no more. Yeah. Oh, say no more on that too. <laughs> Al- Alistair Groves, who is nice. the uh, leading CCEF today. And then they're going to bring in other counselors that are in the community that aren't your big names, uh, which I preferred yeah, because it wasn't just this main speaker going up there and everybody's in awe of him. It's just a normal person. You felt like it was just normal people just talking about the word of God and how it affects our lives. It wasn't about a person nice. other than Christ. Amen. So, so you get these plenary or these main sessions uh, and then you have the breakout kind of smaller groups that you can, or smaller sessions mm-hmm. that are covering related topics Yes. To the main theme. They're going deeper into some of the topics and getting into uh, a more, not more practical, but in a sense, just more specific topics within the topic. Okay. And, and 
are they speaking to you as just a, a, a general, hey, this is just for believers to come and be a part of the conference, or are they speaking to you more as you're going to be counseling other people, so this is equipping you to counsel others? So I think it's both in, in a sense of you're going there and you're receiving counsel. You just mm-hmm. you just can't but receive counsel from God's Word as you're hearing these issues and they're speaking into your heart. But the people that come are from all walks of life. You have some that are lay people. You have some pastors, some elders, uh, professors are there. You have even people who come from different spectrums of the counseling world. Some are doing professional licensed counseling. Mm -hmm. Some are doing just strictly church counseling. Mm -hmm. But they're there to help encourage everybody that counseling is for everybody. Mm -hmm. We all give counsel to one another. We can all help people and here's different topics and here's how you can help your fellow brother or sister in Christ. Nice. This isn't talking down. It was, we're side by side as Ed Welch had that book yep. and it was skills to do that even better with specific areas that are faced in the modern world that weren't faced 30 years ago because yeah. it just didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this because if I remember correctly, there was another counseling conference taking place around the same time, if not yeah. exactly the same time. And you chose to attend this particular conference this yeah. time around. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about why this one kind of spoke to your heart and, and drew you in? Uh, and then with that in mind, can you tell us a little bit about how you chose the, the seminars that you did end up going off to? Tell us a little bit about some of those seminars. Yeah, so there was another conference right before, and there were people there who had attended both, and I spoke to them and got their feedback on both, and I was more affirmed of (laughs) this conference. Okay. Um, The other conference is another counseling organization, um, and they were in North Carolina just an hour or two away. Okay. Um, Their topic for the year, which is a fine topic, was restoring counseling to the church Mm. and focusing on that. I chose this one because I really liked the fact that they were looking at practical modern issues and can we address those with the Bible? I've, I've had enough training in understanding counseling from the church perspective and why that's important. Mm-hmm. I didn't want more of that. Um, there's also a different tone uh, between each of the conferences and the speakers as I was talking to people. Uh, they were they were describing it mm-hmm. to me and, and it helped make sense it it helped clarify the different approaches mm. uh the other conference is more of a uh, as one described it protectionary mm. they protect the truth they want to hold close to the word of god um not that this conference doesn't but they more explore and expand and they're broader in mm. their approach yeah. and so um even the tone there sure. was just a compassionate tone i was just hearing the men and the way they spoke and the women who spoke sure it was just really encouraging so wait a minute i'm sorry did you say women who spoke yes women who spoke wow i thought only ets allowed that so <laughs> so they uh, uh uh did you go to were they were they it's an interesting question plenary speakers so there was one okay and it was the last speaker and so if if you see their approach these aren't sermons that's right Oh, I, I have no problem with it. Yeah. These are all topics and approaching scripture. So the one um, was on modern sexuality. Mm. 
from Julie Lowe, and she did a great job. She's her, yeah. she's from CCF, and yeah. she just did a great job about talking about that and our families and understanding the struggle of modern sexuality yeah. today. Yeah. And their approaches, I mean, all of them, are they're not preaching at you. They're walking alongside you saying, how do we open up the scripture? How do we look at our world, and how do we connect the two? Yeah, let's think together about these really important issues. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, great. So what were some of the ones that you wanted to explore further? So you went into some of these breakout or, or you know, seminars or whatever they're called. Yeah, there were uh, uh, a lot of breakouts to choose from. Uh, there were some speakers I had known, some I didn't know, so I wanted to go uh, to different ones. Um, one of the uh, breakouts, or a few of them I went to, was um, one dealing with modern technology Mm. and the loneliness it causes us. Yeah. That was a fascinating one where uh, he talked about how loneliness is the leprosy of our day. Mm. And he said that um, our cell phones have caused us to live on dopamine hits, mm. that we're constantly doing that, and we weren't made for that. Yeah. He said he was showing us from Psalm 131 how the antidote to this connected world is time with God mm. and that we just struggle with that. But lonely or solitude is not the problem. It's solitude with God that we need. But we're in such a world where we're just so inundated with these, the dopamine. He's Social like, media, yeah. in, in the past, you know, I mean, it, it was different. But now in your hand, yeah. you get a hit to your brain all day long. It was fascinating to were, think about. Were that. you tweeting about it while he was speaking? I you, was. You I think were, he was using a phone. To he, was using <laughs> <laughs> he, posted, he posted about this. Fascinating. That sounds like a really important topic. Yeah. Uh, another topic that was really helpful was uh, Shai Lin was there. Uh, Did so he the rap? Hip, hip-hop artist. No. Uh, oh. uh, I was hoping he went. <laughs> um, he did a breakout and a main session on the gospel and race. Nice. And it was really well done, both of them. Um, it just the way he was able to talk about this topic with context nice and the one thing i took away from it that he was emphasizing is he said to really deal with this topic in the church we need to understand the distinction between ethnicity and race hmm. he said race has too many connotations it means nothing but it means too much hmm. and he said biblically speaking we use ethnicity and that the bible talks about ethnicity rather than race and he said when you approach it that way then you can understand the topic uh, that becomes redemptive. Nice. Uh, but he also shared about why uh, African-Americans, and even in North Carolina, he's like, here's why we're experiencing pain from the past. He said, you know, just down the road, there was this place, and he showed us a picture back in the, the 60s when, uh, you know, it was really hyped up, and there was, uh, uh, you know, there were, people pouring some food over some African-Americans in a restaurant. Oh. And he's like, it just happened right here. Understand the context that pain doesn't go away yeah. so quickly and that the reason it, it's even more of an issue is because you got the past. Uh, and so he brought life to that. It brought, it, it brought a, a connection. Sure. And then he ended with, but at the end of the day, 
our ethnicity is not our most important thing. Our, our identity in Christ and the church and being a child of God. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. He being child of God is much more significant than who we are culturally, who, what our ethnicity is. And that's oh, what amen. we should emphasize. And I was, you know, many people were just really blessed by it. I, I know I was um, yeah. in his approach. That's terrific. That's great to hear. What else? So you got race, uh, you got yeah. technology. Those are really important. So let's get into the modern sexuality. Okay. Uh, the sexual uh, difficulties of the day. So two of the main ones um, that had multiple sessions were pornography, mm. and that was Deepak Reju. Okay. Uh, he's written two new books with um, an author called Jonathan Holmes oh, uh, to Holmes. deal with that. Yeah. It's uh, brand new books that came out. Uh, just continuing to deal with the issue. Um, I've heard him speak before. Yeah. This was much more, it, it seems like he's developed even a greater understanding mm. in how to approach the topic. Because one of the things he was emphasizing uh, this time, or, or one of the statements he made that I thought was impactful was he said, there's no such thing as purposeless sexual sin. Mm. And by that, he meant, he said, there's always motivations behind our sin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And trying to understand what those are, what, what our ambitions, what our goals, what our wants are, yeah. what our longings are, you know, that's important to look at. Mm. Because we don't sin in this area for no reason. You know, he said there could be multiple motives. Yeah. You know, selfishness, escape, entitlement boredom, discontentment, affirmation, acceptance, yeah. control. And all of those are going on in our heart. And he said, there's reasons you actually act out in this way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course he, you know, he redefined addictions to be voluntarily voluntary slavery. Mm. Uh, because with this top, with this area, it is uh, in a sense, um, these ruling desires in our heart. Um, and then his, his application of how do we deal with the sin mm -hmm. um, is faith in Christ, a greater love and desire for him. And he said, Christ-oriented desires are the most powerful desires in the universe. Mm. I loved it because it wasn't here's 10, ten steps on how to deal and have victory over the sin. The right. sin. It wasn't this over-promising, you know, uh, recovery. It right. was no you're going to have to walk day by day, faith in Christ, look to him. And he emphasized this life. And when you talk about this issue, talk a lot about Christ. Mm. Don't leave him out. And that was so refreshing. Mm. Just talk about Christ because it's easy to get focused on. I'm struggling. I acted out. I, I did this right. instead of our savior who rescues us daily from ourselves. And, you know, it's there to walk with us. So, very good. So, so he's coming out with two new books on that topic. Yeah, they came out. I picked them oh, up at oh, the. Oh, they already came out. Yeah, okay. I picked them up at the bookstore. Um, What's the difference between the two? So they're two on the same. He had made a comment. He had said that the it was going to be too much for one book. So the uh, the publisher said break it out into two. Hmm. One of them, I think, was specifically for the people helper. So how do you walk alongside somebody? And I forgot okay. the other one. Um, what it was focused on. Okay. Okay. That's, that's fascinating. And he's done a lot of work on various sexual sins as well. Cause he did abuse, I think too. Didn't raise you. Yeah. Yeah. Be, uh, protecting your church from 
sexual abuse, Something I think like it was. Something like that, yeah. Or child abuse. Uh, I can't remember yeah. the exact, but that's, I know that that was an area he's done work in. So yeah. great. Great. What other, any other ones that? So the one I heard, somebody I've heard the name and I've read books, but I never saw them, mm-hmm. um, was somebody, uh, a counselor who did a session on same-sex attraction. Okay. Uh, that was a really helpful one. I liked his approach. Is it uh, Albury? No, no. Uh, okay. it was. I believe it was Brad Bigney from. Uh, okay. uh, he has a counseling ministry. Okay. And his approach was this framework uh, to think through. So he said, you know, a- answer these three questions. You know, what is right? That's the ethical question. Mm-hmm. What is hard? Suffering. Mm. And then where do I belong? Community. He said, that's what people are struggling with. And he said, don't think of this area as counseling. Think of it as friendship hmm. with another. And he just talked about how you walk with with those who are struggling. And he said, don't be like the culture. Don't bash people. People who yeah. are really struggling and suffering need the church. They Amen. need the community to love them. So will you be their friend? And he got into those hard issues of, you know, what would you do if you were invited to... Uh, a wedding and those types of things and those are hard answers but his approach and his compassion toward this topic I thought had the right tone Um, not condemning but wanting to help yeah did he address the issue of the uh, sinfulness of the attraction or did he address that because that's been a big controversy unfortunately in the church not our church but in the church in general he didn't go too much into it but he did say what is right so you know in a sense he was saying in one sense the word of god says it's wrong but in another sense it's a part of suffering it's a type of suffering somebody's Mm. going through yeah so holding the two truths together um but i don't remember him going too much in the detail of that okay i know the uh, the debate over that yeah. Yeah. Um, was there any other particular seminars that you wanted to bring up? So the plenary plenary plenary. Yeah. Yeah. Sessions. <laughs> uh, Mike Emlett was really good. OK. Um, he talked about ancient world, modern problems. How does scripture speak today? Mm. And what he did is he threw out these topics. He's like, does the Bible say anything about anxiety, riches, government bipolar disorder or assisted reproductive technologies Mm. and he said how should we think about how the bible speaks into our world today and and his framework was this he said go near go wide go long so go near what passage directly speaks into a matter go wide what other passages or themes and then go along how does the bible from the start to the finish talk about it his approach was, look, this isn't about proof texting. Mm-hmm. It's not about looking up this word. You're not going to find bipolar disorder in the scripture. Mm-hmm. So he said, how do we allow the scripture to speak into it? How do we allow the scripture to help us understand the motives and the desires behind what we're thinking? And then applying that, keeping in mind that the Bible is the unfolding story about Christ. Mm. And so I thought his framework was good, really just thinking through, not just trying to find that verse that talks about something, but how do you look at all the scripture? And he applied it to a couple different topics. I yeah. think it was assisted reproductive technologies and riches. He just said, here's how I would look at yeah. look at that issue. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was helpful. Very um, good. 
Yeah. So, and Emlet's done a lot of work on, uh, he, he's a medical doctor, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yep. He was an MD before he went to seminary and then um, got an MDiv and then started writing a lot in the uh, counseling world. S- seems like a really lazy person. You know, he did an yeah, MD very. first and then, yeah, lazy, lazy guy. Um, <laughs> so, so here's a general question, but then apply it to this specific conference too. Do you think attending conferences is valuable? Yes, I think they're valuable if you go to conferences with the right heart. Hmm. I think if you're going, and I'm just speaking in my own heart, a lot of times it was wanting to go to hear a big speaker. Right. And I'm kind of over that. I want to hear truth. I want to hear truth just spoken by by those who are presenting topics uh, that are helpful. I don't want the big rah-rah, this is the big speaker we're here. And I think a lot of conferences do that. Yeah. I mean, the conference I didn't go to, and it may sound critical, but they, they brought in a pastor who's not a counselor mm. to be their mainline speaker. And I asked somebody at the conference, I said, I was kind of, I was kind of, uh, thinking about that, like wh- why did they bring this guy in? Yeah. And he, you would, if I told you his name, you'd be like, yeah, he's a, he's great. There's nothing wrong right. with him. He's, right. But I'm like, but he's not. They asked Haig, or, or yeah, <laughs> Haig was gonna be the, the speaker. Oh, okay, no, not Haig. Okay. But they brought him in because, like, he, like when it was telling me, you're not gonna get the crowd. Yeah. And that's what a lot of conferences do is they draw in crowds. Like I th- Truman would say, the celebrity pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the celebrity pastor and. So I think conferences are good to go to. You can you can learn a lot. The fellowship with other people, as you talked about, I fellowshiped with a lot of people there. Yeah. Saw a couple uh, friends there, and yeah. met a new friend who was from California. It's kind of oh, funny. Nice. Who's connected with Children's Hunger Fund? And oh, how funny! Like, we went all the way to North Carolina to finally to meet. connect each other yeah. with each other. That's cool. Yeah. So Did, that was that was fun. Were you able to connect with the speakers at all? So. Um, Yes, in in one sense that some of them had breakouts that they were available. Some weren't as available as others, uh, but they were around. Like it, they had a uh, a pastor, elder, church leader breakfast, mm. and all of them were there in that room. Oh, nice! Uh, just to meet people because they wanted to connect with your church. They're like, "How do we help you?" So they wanted. They had a brainstorming session. Alistair Gross. Uh, led of how can we help you better and they were all there just having breakfast like normal people you know had welts sitting with one table and uh, the other so it was it was good uh, to have that that's Uh, great that's great so i mean here's here's kind of the the most important question um what books did you pick up so i picked up a lot of (laughs) books and (laughs) i think my luggage weighed a lot more and i needed something else because i went to the bookstore and i kept going back two or three times because honestly, of all the conferences I've been to, these were the best discounts. But not just that. This is all the world that interests me. Yeah. And so there was so much. I was like, I got to resist. I got to just put the credit card away. <laughs> so I did get some resources for the church. Um, I picked up uh, Dane Ortland's book, New uh, Deeper, mm-hmm. that was recently written. And I read through that yep. pretty quickly. That was a great, great book. Yep. Um, I picked up a couple... Uh, children's books um they have the new one the series called uh why am i forgetting it now it's a it's a series by ccf okay um 
not good news for little hearts. It's it's it deals with counseling topics, and they're animated. Uh, uh, they're creatively done, mm-hmm. um, and really well done dealing with issues such as loneliness, anxiety, death, and all these different ones. So there was a new one on lying um, that I wanted to uh, get. What's the age group for that? What's the age range for that one? That's like a four to ten okay um uh and they have a whole series they had just released a new one and it was at the conference that's the one with like there was bunnies in one of them yeah like there's a special anyway okay. yeah for some reason i'm forgetting the Title. name of the yeah, series okay we'll put it in the show notes if okay if you're interested. perfect because yeah parents may want to pick something up for yeah. their kids uh trying to think of the other books i got there now um I did pick up uh, uh, the Deepak Raju, the two oh, okay. two books uh, with him and Jonathan Holmes. I did talk to Jonathan Holmes. I got to, uh, I saw him outside, yeah, um, and just talked to him. And he's a great town to earth guy. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember why I know him. What I've read by him. Uh, he wrote a book on marriage. I think I shared with you, dealing that's with uh, marriage problems. Okay, that's why. All right, I'm like that name is so familiar. Why is that yeah. name so familiar? He's at, uh, it's called Fieldstone Counseling. I believe if uh, uh, it's in Illinois. Okay. Um, that he that where he's located. Okay. Um, Takeaway: something that you you just say that this was this was a huge blessing to be at this conference because what? How would you summarize that? I think getting away to be somewhere where I'm outside of my normal context of, of working all day uh, and just being able to go session after session and worshiping. Hmm. The worship was just so good. Nice. Um, and then hearing messages that spoke into life and real issues that, you know, I even left there thinking, wow, how do I apply this to my heart yeah. in ways that I hadn't thought about before? The friendships, the fellowship, I mean, that was just really good. And then just the the tone and the compassion, it just brought a, a, a great encouragement to me of how we should take Scripture and approach people with it yeah, and, and think through it um, with, with the things we suffer with or struggle with today with modern mm-hmm. problems. So, Amen. Uh, it s- seems like a very practical, uh, very, uh, you know, to the point current issues kind of that we're dealing with. And, you know, maybe maybe you'll be able to bring some of this material to the our church family. And uh, and I'm sure some of our Rod and Staff uh, episodes will cover some of these topics. Uh, anyway, we probably won't cover some of the, you know, Hebrew Ugaritic <laughs> topics from my ETS conference. But that's not the point. Uh, but this sounds this sounds really neat. Um, really hope that the listeners were, were blessed by this kind of thinking through a particular conference, but also just the idea of going off to conferences and knowing that there's material out there. There are people that are thinking about these tough issues that are important issues mm-hmm. for us today. And, um, and if people, if you have questions, you're listening, you want materials on various topics, maybe there's a topic that we didn't mention but you're interested in wondering, hey, did they address this topic? Send us a note. We'd love to uh, get back to you on those things and communicate with you. And if there's any particular one of these that stands out and you'd say, hey, we'd love you to do a full episode just talking about that topic, um, I'd love for Roger to do that. <clears throat> I guess I could <laughs> I can try and help too. But 
so again, we hope that you were blessed uh, by this episode and we look forward to the next time we could be together. If you enjoyed this episode of the Rod and Staff podcast, please subscribe and share with others. For more information or to contact the host with questions or comments, please send email correspondence to feedback at rodnstaff.org. That is feedback at rod, the letter N, staff.org.